Angie's list is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. And away we go on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Bryant and Stratton College of Syracuse, and Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State Tax Efficient Retirement Planning today with Brian. Go with him, advisors.massmutual.com. He's got a ton of packages to prepare you for your financial future. You might be changing jobs, you might have a youngster going to college. Whatever the case may be, go with Brian Conboy today advisors.massmutual.com. He is also on Facebook and LinkedIn. Let's do it. NFL Week 3 is in the books as I record this. The Dallas Cowboys uh, played the Philadelphia Eagles, obviously, on Monday Night Football. And uh, it was just a cowboy romp. Uh, Prescott uh, shined on Monday Night Football. He had three touchdowns. And, um, you know, this Dallas team, it just looked like a superior team. We'll get to it. Uh, we will get to the the game in full uh, lastly. Uh, but I, I go back to Thursday night, uh, recap each game one by one uh, here on the platter. The Panthers last uh, Thursday, uh, they're 3-0. and And I know they only beat the Houston Texans, but the Houston Texans have been playing Far better than what their expansion roster, I think, you know, outlook had suggested. And frankly, you play who you play in the NFL, and that's it. And Carolina, Sam Darnold, man, he must be having a blast, huh, compared to the Jets days. I mean, goodness gracious, the, the amount of weapons he has. Now, Christian McCaffrey got hurt in this game. It looks like he's going to miss uh, some, some significant time. Um, but they have Chuba Hubbard. You know, you can always find a running back in the NFL, right? Like they have DJ Moore, big time, big time offensive players. Uh, they've got some. They've got some major, major guys on that team for Darnold to, um, you know, to throw to. And um, you know, Robbie Anderson really hasn't even been a factor yet, right? And so, uh, I, I tell you what, man, Carolina is dangerous because their offense is functioning very, very well, and. They're well-coached, and man alive, that front is scary. By the way, Robbie Anderson only has five receptions. He only has 11 targets on the year. I did not see that coming this year. I really didn't. But Carolina's humming. They're 3-0. and They got it all working in all phases. Their special team's pretty good, too. And they got an excellent, excellent, excellent uh, offensive line. Um, that front is, is scary, man. That's a scary, scary, scary front, you know, and those linebackers are scary. I mean, everybody from Thompson to Jackson to, you know, they got physical corners and and safeties. Uh, Carolina is playing some really, really, really good football, right? Jackson's a corner. Um, 
Dante Jackson out of LSU, uh, who had a bunch of tackles against Houston. Uh, but the front, you know, is where it starts, and then you you just it keeps going from there. Um, and I've just been really I've been impressed with the secondary. I mean, they don't really have a lot of guys you know, but Dante Jackson, Jeremy Chin, Rashawn Melvin. Every week, these guys have been extremely, extremely strong. Um, yeah, I think Brian Burns is going to just keep having a big year. Uh, he's only a couple years into the league. And by the way, that's another thing. If you go up and down the Panther defense, a lot of these guys are two and three years into their careers. They're a very, very young team. So Carolina gets it done 24-9. They are 3-0. and The Buffalo Bills, 42-20, uh, 43-21 winners over the Washington football team. I am absolutely positively... Uh, thrilled that the Bills were able to come up with this game offensively because I got sick and tired of hearing people whine and complain after week one that everything was falling in, the walls were falling in, the roof was caving in. You don't win or lose the entire season after week one in the NFL. And by the way, since that one game, if you were to play uh, you know, the Steelers and the Bills a bunch more times, I'm pretty sure the Bills would win home and away most of those times. It was a bad week. There was a lot of there were a lot of eggs put in the basket for that game, uh, the expectation factor, all that went into it for the Bills, and um, you know, and, and they came back strong and beat Miami. But you know, even Cole Beasley had said post game this past week, like, hey, we haven't, you know, we didn't really scratch the surface against Miami. And they were up thirty five, and they shut them out. But the offense could have done more. Um, and, you know, the Bills have that mindset, and Brian Dable has that mindset. Brian Dable lost his grandmother. That was a very, very emotional game for him. Uh, he fell into Allen's arms the way Allen fell into his arms last year when Allen had the same situation. And Dallin, uh, Dable is really, really, really tight with Allen. I mean, this is a major, major relationship here between Josh Allen and Brian Dable. And Josh Allen, honest to God, he was nearly perfect on Sunday afternoon in Western New York. 32 of 43 for 358 yards and four touchdowns. His quarterback rating, ladies and gents, was 129.8. His QBR was over 83. And, and dare I add, that he did run for a touchdown uh, as well. So Allen had just a spectacular game. I think it was also really, really encouraging to see the Bills going for, you know, that hot hand, you know, Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, um, you know, mixing it in here and there. But, to, you know, this past week it was Zach Moss. Devin Singletary the week before had that big carry for 46 yards early. Uh, he was kind of the hot hand in the first couple of weeks. Now, you know, because Singletary got some of those carries in week one, even against Pittsburgh in the second half when they were figuring it out uh, against the left side of that Pittsburgh defensive front. Uh, I guess it was. I guess I should say it's the right side of the defensive front as a commercial just tees off on uh, on uh, my computer. Although it was a State Farm, it was a State Farm music. So go get a free rate quote today from Matt Graham at State Farm, SyracuseInsuranceAgent.com. Matt Graham of State Farm is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. But the Bills are going to keep doing this. They're going to keep one after another after another. They're going to keep giving it to the hot hand, and the hot hand was Zach Moss. He is a bull. That's why I call him Baby Bull. He runs like a he runs like a bull, and he's really young. So I call him Baby Bull. Um, you know, I, I, I got to tell you, I mean, this guy and 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 Singletary. I told everybody, don't give up on the running backs. Don't do it. You know, don't do it. Don't give up on Moss. Don't give up on you know uh, Singletary 
it's way, 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 way too early, right? And yes, Orlando Cepeda in the Baseball Hall of Fame is also nicknamed the Baby Bull. Uh, was nicknamed that during his career and still goes by that nickname. Um, but a very encouraging game here for the Bills. Uh, Zach Moss and company. Now look, Washington's front is really, really good. We heard about you know the loaded first rounders from you know Montez Sweat to Jonathan Allen and company to uh, the terrific Chase Young. I, I get it, man. That's a that's a hell of a front. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know they get after the quarterback. Uh, they're super physical. They make life ultra difficult. Uh, but the Bills' offensive line, man, they came to play. I mean, they really, 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 really came to play. And Darrell Williams, who had been shaking the first couple of games, was outstanding. You know, I thought John Feliciano was the best lineman there consistently. Deion Dawkins was fantastic. Um, you know, the Bills limited their penalties as well. So this was a huge, huge performance by the Bills' offensive line. I don't like the rest of the Washington defense. <laughs> their corners are brutal. Uh, they give up a lot of cushion. They can get beat deep. We saw Emmanuel Sanders go nuts there. Uh, but the, 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 the rest of the football team, man, their linebackers and their, their corners and safeties, it's a weak group. They've got to have that front carry them, and that's a lot to ask. And against a team like Buffalo, and by the way, the Bills went with 11 personnel left and right. I thought that was a smart move. Um, you know, they went with their three wide receivers, one tight end, Dawson Knox, one running back, mostly Zach Moss. You know, if you think about it, five linemen, Josh Allen, right? Receiver, 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 running back, tight end, 11 guys, okay? And the 11 personnel seems to be a very, very, very strong place. Now, the problem for Gabe Davis is it kind of leaves him out. But I thought Gabe Davis had arguably the most important catch of the game because the Bills, they got the ball first. They were chomping at the bit to take it all the way down and, and, and make a statement early and to shut people up and all the rest. But they had they struggled in the beginning on that offensive drive, man. I mean, they you know they had I believe one it was an incompletion, and then they had a penalty, a false start, I think, on Sanders. So it was third and fifteen, and Allen hung in there, and he fired one to Sanders for or to uh, Davis, pardon me, for twenty three yards, and the Bills got a first down, and then they hummed down the field after that and uh, scored the touchdown. But that was a major, major play, a great job, um, you know, by. Uh, a great job by Allen to sit in the pocket. A great job by Davis to find space. And it was just an outstanding, outstanding play uh, for the Bills and Gabe Davis. Uh, a couple other quick notes here on the Bills and, and the Washington football team that I did want to mention. Um, I, I thought that, you know, when you look at the receiver core, that three wide receiver group inside that 11 personnel, I just feel like, look, I think the Bills can go deep often. But I think that the Bills don't have to go deep that often. I mean, I'm cool with over the top. I'm cool with the exciting play. I'm cool with getting a bunch of yards right away. I, I'm cool with it. I am. But this whole thing, I mean, when Allen goes back, Cole Beasley was wide open in zones. He's going to be open. That's what Washington plays a lot of. Cole Beasley feasted. 11 catches, 98 yards. Emmanuel Sanders, 5 catches, 94 yards. Like, couple of those obviously were, you know, over the top. He had a couple of touchdowns too. 
the most impressive play of the game, I think, was Allen rolling to the right, buying more time, <clears throat> throwing it to Sanders, and he had that low breadbasket catch. That was a sick touchdown. You know, Diggs, 6 for 62, but I feel like Stephon Diggs, it could be 8, 9, 10 catches every game, you know, for 6, 7, 8 yards at a time, and then he goes out and gets a few more yards. I feel like that's there every single time. Every single time. You know, the short stuff to Beasley and Diggs and, and, and all that. And I'm sure that Brian Dable and the Bills know that. Obviously, they did against Washington. And then they have to kind of pick and choose when they go deep. And Josh Allen, let's be honest, they were open in week one. Allen just missed them. Allen had a bad game against Pittsburgh. Um, but a, a really good, solid performance by the Bills. The offense was excellent. Um, <clears throat> you know, the defense was awesome, too. <clears throat> you know, the the football team, other than that 73-yard Gibson screenplay that he took to the house, you know, they were they were pretty much contained and dominated, right? I mean, let's be honest. And and then the Bills, you know, they had I mean, again, Matt Milano everywhere. They had a couple of interceptions against a backup quarterback and Taylor Heineke, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, both of whom were hoping to take it to the house, right? Um, you know, Taron Johnson, again, all over the place. Greg Rousseau, all over the place, right? Like these guys were everywhere in this football game, and, you know, it was just excellent. Trey White should have had a pick, but they had defensive penalties called against him. So it was a good win for the Bills. You know, they're 2-1 and one now, and, and and they have a home game, you know, against Houston. They should roll Houston, go to 3-1, and one, uh, and then they get primetime games with uh, two of the best in the AFC. The Chiefs, who are struggling, we'll get to them in a minute, and the Tennessee Titans, but the Bills get things done against the Washington football team. Cleveland Browns, 26-6. This was a really an embarrassing game for the Bears. Uh, Nagy and Pace in the offensive line, you know, starting Justin Fields and and just, you know, he's got no help. Uh, the receivers cannot cannot get outside on, on the numbers. They just can't. I, I mean, it doesn't matter what receiver it is. They, they, they can't get outside the numbers to give Justin Fields extra opportunities for targets, uh, Allen Robinson, I mean, without a quarterback, he's just a non-factor. He really is. I think he's a great wide receiver, but I think he's got to have, you know, somebody who can get him the ball. And, you know, Andy Dalton's not that guy, and right now Justin Fields doesn't have time to get him the ball. Um, so just an embarrassment for the Bears. Kareem Hunt uh, had a great run in this game. Uh, and then it was just too much on one side and not enough on the other. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Odell Beckham Jr. back and played well. So, uh, too much talent there for Cleveland. They just suffocated the Bears and uh, Chicago one and two. They're they're on their way to a pretty brutal season. There's no doubt. Ravens over the Lions nineteen to seventeen. This was a slugfest. And then late in the game, Lamar Jackson made some crazy plays. And Justin Tucker, holy shit, sixty six yard field goal. And I heard Michael Wilbon on PTI last. I go, well, yeah, but high school kickers are kicking 54-55. Uh, where? How many are there? A dozen in the entire United States who can kick from 50-plus yards, you know? And they're all in Florida, California, and Texas, you know, in Ohio. I mean, because a high school kicker can kick at 51, 52 yards doesn't take away from Justin Tucker, who kicked it 14 more yards than that at 66 yards. Sometimes Wilbon, man, he's... I don't know. Sometimes he really he really gets me going. 
But Tucker hit the crossbar. It bounced in. Ravens 2-1, 19-17 now. And Baltimore, after that week one struggle, look at them humming now, right? I mean, look at all the injuries. Look at all the bull crap they've endured, all the adversity, right? Look at look at this Baltimore team, you know, now at 2-1 and one here. And oh, by the way, oh, by the way, he easily could have beaten Vegas in week one. They lost in overtime. But sports are funny, right? If they win that game, do they go beat the Chiefs, right, the, the week after with backs against the walls? <laughs> Wall, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. But it was a great win for Baltimore, 19-17. to I know it was only Detroit, but, man, it looked really bad when it was 17-16. to I mean, Baltimore just couldn't get going. They really couldn't. Uh, again, too much on one side, not enough on the other for the Titans over the Colts, 25-16, another 100-yard game for Derrick Henry. Um, you know, this Tennessee team can beat you 25-16. They can beat you 41-38. Uh, you know, another solid win for Tennessee. I, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl this year. I think they're dangerous. That offense is absolutely ridiculous. A.J. Brown, it looks like, might miss a little time. But uh, Tennessee's got it rolling right now. They block so well, by the way. I mean, their offensive line, uh, all their receivers can block. All their running backs can block. They're a fundamental team. They're, they're nose to the grindstone with Mike Vrabel. Uh, they're they're going to be a tough out week in and week out. Chargers beat the Chiefs 30-24. to What a win for the L.A. Chargers. Justin Herbert, flawless. 26 of 38, 281 yards, four touchdowns. And you know what? Man, the West is where it's won. Isn't it crazy? The Chargers and the Chiefs and the the, the, the West teams in the NFC. My gosh. Um, you know, Vegas having a great year uh, to start here. Denver isn't half bad. I mean, the West, wow, football in the West is absolutely unbelievable. Mike Williams making some unbelievable catches. You got Keenan Allen. That Charger offense is really, truly spectacular. You have to, in my opinion... You have to acknowledge that every single week, this team is going to be a major, major problem if you're a defensive coordinator. Look at Austin Eckler in this game, too. I mean, he had 107 yards of total offense and a touchdown, which was a receiving touchdown. They are humming. Very good offensive line here as well. They picked up Corey Lindsley in the offseason. No relation. Also doesn't have a D in his last name like me. Uh, the Chargers, man, I, I, you know, people said Brandon Staley is off and running and people think he's, you know, the, the cat's meow. I think the Chargers are super, super dangerous. I really do. Uh, you go on the road and beat Kansas City that way. Kansas City wanted to rebound after losing Monday Night Football to the Baltimore Ravens. I, I'm telling you, that was an impressive win for the L.A. Chargers, or as Chris Berman would say, the L.A. Super Chargers. It sounds better, San Diego Super Chargers, right? Saints beat the Patriots 28-13, more growing pains for Mac Jones. I mean, it's that simple. Anybody thought who thought he was going to go in and just dominate the NFL, you're a moron. Um, you know, he had three interceptions in this game. One, I think, was brought back to the house. Um, you know, and, and, and the Patriots just don't have, again, they don't have a great roster. I said that the Patriots, I picked the Patriots to make the playoffs, but here's why. Not because of their offense. <clears throat> gone are the days of Tom Brady and Randy Moss and, you know, Gronkowski and Dion Branch and, you know, uh, Amendolora, uh, 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 Damon, uh, uh, I almost said Damon Amendolera um, from uh, <laughs> from CBS Sports Radio, my boy. Uh, Amendola, uh, gone are the days of Wes Welker, gone is Chris Hogan, gone, I mean, they're all gone. They're all gone. It's, it's a long time ago during, you know, the 20 years that went by, all those guys are gone. There's none of those players there. Now James White's, you know, out for a while. Uh, you know, they don't have receivers. 
Am I scared if I'm a defensive coordinator going up against Jacoby Myers, against Kendrick Bourne, against Brandon Bolden, against Hunter Henry? Right now, no. Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith were the big splash signings. They've done nothing in this season. I picked the Patriots to go to the postseason because of their defense and their offensive line and the seventh wild card cheapens the last bid. It, it does, it, just like in baseball. The second wild card, yeah, it keeps it exciting. It keeps the players, uh, uh, the the cities involved, blah blah blah. But but it's not, you know, it just adds mediocrity. That's all it does to me. For me, Falcons beat the Giants seventeen to fourteen. Terrific, 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 terrific finish. Uh, Koo put it through for from forty yards. There were three field goals um, in the final seconds. Uh, you know, at the buzzer basically to to close games out. This being another one, Justin Tucker won, and then obviously Green Bay, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, but the Falcons looked terrible in this game across the board, and so did the Giants. I mean, they really did. Um, you know, Daniel Jones actually was somewhat efficient again, and, and I'm I'm kind of coming around on Daniel Jones a little bit. Maybe if he gets a little bit more help, he can he can be a, a, an extremely extremely solid quarterback in this league. But I got to see more. The problem with Daniel Jones is he panics in the panic moments. Just listen to all the big football guys and just watch it. Uh, and, and, and people who watch the tape and, and see it, once things start getting crazy and stuff, he just starts losing it, right? And so let's see what he does in those moments moving forward. He does need a ton more help, obviously. His offensive line is atrocious. The Falcons sneak out of New Jersey with a win, 17-14 with a field goal at the buzzer. Bengals at the Steelers. My goodness, his Pittsburgh season started to go south after upsetting Buffalo in Week 1. They looked horrendous against the Cincinnati Bengals. Tremendous performance by Cincinnati, though, uh, by the same token. Um, you know, Burrow and Chase were added again. Joe Mixon, 18 carries, 90 yards. Again, <clears throat> I said it last week. I'll say it again. The Bengals' offense is really, really fun to watch. When they're humming, they're fun. You know, I wouldn't put them in a top-five offense. I wouldn't put them in there with the Rams and the Bucks and the Bills and the Chiefs when they're going and the Chargers. You have to put in there now, too. But I'd put them in there. You know, Cardinals. I, I, but I'd put them in the top ten. I would. I would, and I'd put him maybe in the top seven or eight as far as most fun offenses to watch. Packers would be in there, of course, way at the top. Cardinals, speaking of them, they beat the Jaguars 31-19. Took them a while to get going. They were down 13-7 at the half, but then they outscored Jacksonville 24-6 in the second half. Uh, And in this game, the Jags got a 109-yard freaking return, uh, you know, and they still got drummed in the second half. They still got pounded. James Robinson, thank you, sir, on my fantasy team for the points. 88 yards, one touchdown, and 15 carries and a loss. But, you know, this was just a game where I think the Cardinals went across the country and didn't play that well. And then they, um, you know, their talent shined in the second half and they stuck out with a win. I think this happens a lot in the NFL. Arizona, by the way, is 3-0. Broncos 26-0 over the Jets. What am I supposed to say here? Too much on one side, and I can't even say not enough on the other the other team is a peewee football team at this point. The Jets are pathetic. Zach Wilson is growing pain, growing pain, growing pain, one after another. Uh, the offensive line is absolutely embarrassing. Uh, the Jets have no – they really don't have any playmakers on either side of the ball uh, who can dominate games. I mean, that's really what this boils down to. They just don't have guys who can take over a game as well. When you're in that – you know, when you're in that mode of, uh, of 17 nothing, and you need a huge play, who's going to make it to get back in the ballgame? Nobody. And they don't have a quarterback to get them the ball. They don't have an offensive line to protect the quarterback. They're going to lose. The Jets are going to lose 13, 14 games this year minimum. In fact, the way they're looking now, I would peg them at about 2-15. and 1-16. and 
that kind of thing. I don't think they'll lose every game because it's hard to lose every game, but my God. Melvin Gordon, by the way, is really hard to bring down. <laughs> he is a great, great, great motor for the Denver Broncos, and Bridgewater just keeps doing it, doing it, doing it. 19-25, 235 yards. Raiders over the Dolphins, 31-28. This was an incredibly riveting game. I caught uh, a lot of the end of this game. Uh, the Raiders are 3-0. The Raiders are playing with a whole lot of confidence right now. Uh, you know, Miami and Jacoby Brissett, they had uh, gone in and tied it on that uh, on that scramble. And then, uh, you know, the Raiders won it in OT. Daniel Carlson uh, made the game-winning kick. And, you know, the Raiders are a team now here with the Mike Mayock, John Gruden drafts. You're seeing a lot of guys come to fruition on both sides of the football. And Derek Carr, I mean, right now, he's an MVP candidate. I know he had a pick against Miami, but another 380-plus-yard day for him. 26 of 43, 386, two touchdowns. He's been impressive. Peyton Barber, impressive. Uh, you've got weapons. You've got Henry Ruggs. Uh, we know he's been really, really good. Hunter Renfro, by the way, becoming a very, very, very serviceable move-the-chains type of receiver. Darren Waller is right now uh, a guy who I think deserves a lot more accolades uh, in the NFL. We talk about Travis Kelsey. We talk about George Kittle. Start talking about Darren Waller in that conversation. I'm telling you, he's that good. The Raiders, he might not be as good as Kelsey uh, from a consistency standpoint, but I think he's as good as Kittle. I really do. And the Raiders are rolling at 3-0. Rams over the Buccaneers, just an unbelievable game here from the L.A. Rams. The offense is is just terrific. Um, Deshaun Jackson, he's got that speed again. He looks fantastic. And it's just one weapon after another for Matt Stafford. 27-38 to for 343 yards, 134 quarterback rating, 89.5 on the QBR. Uh, you know, I, I, I got to say, I mean, it's, it, 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 it's dangerous for everybody else when they play the L.A. Rams. How do you stop these guys? You know, they, they, they picked up Sony Michelle for a bag of footballs. He's actually been performing just fine, but they don't need him to be Derrick Henry. They need him to be exactly what he was against the Buccaneers. 20 carries, 67 yards, balance it out for us, keep it going, and then Stafford to Cup to Jackson to Jefferson to Woods to Higby. I mean, and even Michelle out of the backfield. This offense is humming. They can beat you long. They can beat you short. Uh, they're getting Stafford gets rid of the ball super quick. It's hard to blitz him. It's hard to it's hard to blitz him because people are always open, and then Stafford gets rid of the ball quickly. If you don't blitz him, uh, the Rams are great in one on one coverage. I mean, it's a very difficult team to stop. And I love watching the Rams, man. This is a team that's really really fun to watch. Vikings beat the Seahawks thirty to seventeen. One of Russell Wilson's worst games. Um, you know. I wouldn't panic just yet if you're a Seahawks fan, but if you lose another one like this against an inferior opponent, eek. this was also a trouble spot. It was a hard venue to play in. Kirk Cousins also played out of his mind, which usually doesn't happen, which I was counting on not happening, which is why I picked the Seahawks, and I was wrong. Uh, Kirk Cousins, 30 of 38 for 323 and three touchdowns, and he played a consistent game for fourth quarter, four quarters. You don't see that often for Kirk Cousins, especially on a big stage, going up against a big quarterback and Russell Wilson, etc. Justin Jefferson just continues to be an unbelievable football player. Nine catches, 118 yards, and one touchdown. Um, but it was Kirk Cousins was the difference. I mean, I didn't see that coming. He played really, really well. Packers over the 49ers. This game was unbelievable. Uh, it was uh, a 17-7 lead uh, for uh, uh, Green Bay. In the at halftime, 
49ers get a touchdown in the third quarter, and then and then you know it's 14 points for them in the fourth. Packers get 13 points, but San Francisco scored to take the lead with just under 30 seconds to go. And I'm watching the rest of the game in bed on my phone, and I'm going, man, that's just enough time for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you know, it really is. It's just two darts, right? And bang, bang. Devontae Adams, thank you very much. Mason Crosby gets up there. He never misses, it seems like. Him, Justin Tucker, it just seems like they never miss. From 51 yards, Rodgers drives him down in, in a matter of, you know, less than 30 seconds, and ba-boom, and the Packers win at the buzzer. This was a huge, 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 huge win for Green Bay. They got smoked in week one against the Saints. They beat a team in Detroit. We all expected them to beat. Detroit is one of the top three two, three to five worst teams in the NFL. They had to drum them. They did. And then their nemesis. In recent times, they have not beaten the 49ers. They've gotten absolutely manhandled. The physical play has overwhelmed them. Uh, seems like they play the Niners on the road every year. And the Niners seemingly seem to win. I'm telling you right now, <clears throat> that was a huge win for Green Bay. Quality opponent, road opponent, came back a little bit in the end. Rodgers looked great, 23-33, 261 and two touchdowns. Rodgers and Jones and Adams are just one of the most devastating trios in the NFL. Cowboys 41-21 over the Eagles. Too much on one side, not enough on the other. Ezekiel Elliott was eaten in the first half. Finished with 95 yards, two touchdowns on 17 carries. Average 5.6. And uh, big game for Dalton Schultz uh, in the Dallas Cowboys. CeeDee Lamb. Uh, Amari Cooper got in the act just a little bit, but it was Schultz with two touchdowns in this game. And the Dallas defense rolled as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts was absolutely atrocious in this game. I know he had over 300 yards, but we got to look beyond that in the NFL these days. Everybody gets 300 yards. He threw two picks, and he didn't look good. Decision-making was horrible. And, uh, you know, a lot of the Philadelphia Eagles did not run great routes as well. So this is a, uh, you know, this is an Eagle team that's going to go through a lot of this this year. Uh, and the Cowboys ruffled the feathers, pun intended, to move to 2-1. and one. No surprise, home game, better team, more talent, etc. over the Philly Eagles. So there's my Week 3 NFL recap. I'm going to hand my game ball to Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. He gets it. 32 of 43, 358 yards, four touchdowns, ran for one as well. Great QBR, great rating, uh, was unbelievably efficient, super mobile, was, was extending plays, great in the pocket, nimble with his feet, threw it deep, threw it short, found people, uh, extra checkdowns, which he didn't do in week one against Pittsburgh. He answered the critics uh, against a really good defensive front, and he was nails the entire game. Josh Allen gets my game ball. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends at Welch & Company Jewelers. Shop the showcase today at welchjewelers.com. That's welchjewelers.com. Tip of the cap, thank you as well. The Rosie's Corner, Liverpool Physical Therapy, the Syracuse Fitness Store, and Bryant and & Stratton College, the official college of the ML Sports Platter. Two- and four-year degrees are starting soon. Head on over to bryantstratton.edu. Start your career Right now, with Bryant and Stratton College's unbelievable education, God, they've got great programs, including the nursing program, which was recently launched over the summertime. Two and four-year degrees, they start right now at Bryant and Stratton College, the official college of the ML Sports Platter in Central New York. Two great locations, Oswego Street in Liverpool and on James Street. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. You can download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review to this podcast where podcasts are found. It's called the ML Sports Platter. Be on the lookout. 
on Instagram, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, etc. for all of my videos and a heck of a lot more. Thanks again for listening. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. tries to be unsafe online but during the holidays when you give up info and privacy you may give up safety too accept cookies to get holiday cookies okay norton 360 with lifelock helps keep your digital world merry and bright with device security a vpn for privacy identity theft protection and more no one can prevent all identity theft but everyone can opt in to cyber safety visit norton.com news and save 25 percent or more off your first year of norton 360 with lifelock I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, (laughs) I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.